I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play childish games. I'm doing it every time. Now. I'm doing it every time. I'm not, I'm not you, like that, George. All your technical difficulties. <laughs> oh my God. What a, what an amazing day. Uh, this is a milestone for uh, the old coffee talkie transferred to just a drip. We got episode 50. Greg. It's 50. <laughs> what, what are you going to rhyme with? Dan, you got rhymes. You got rhymes yeah. just like 50. You know what I'm saying? Like if you listen to some old G unit and 50 cent, you know that. If you um, made it through 50 episodes of this podcast, you're a true, you're a, which you're a I'm true shocked. down coffee person. It's and incredible. We, we made it before I turned 50 years old. I know. And that's like tomorrow. Yeah, well, it's like two weeks. Yeah. I got, I got at least 25 to go. 25 weeks, 25 years, <laughs> 25 years. I'm, I'm young. I'm young at heart. George, um, how are you enjoying this fall morning? Uh, I enjoyed it. Great. I, uh, I woke up, I went outside, I popped the TV on. Um, and anybody who listens knows that I, I don't really watch like TV shows. So I pop open some YouTube, see what the, see what the creators are out there making. Oh, and okay. uh, some good stuff, man. There's some, there's some really, I've been watching. I, I know I touched on it last week. I've been really trying to get my latte game on point and Oh boy. I just, I don't have, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to blame the machine I have, but I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> okay. the, when, I, when I'm looking at more of these in the, the entry level unit, every reviewer keeps talking about i don't know if it's because of the algorithm or because people just love the the gaja uh classic pro yeah yeah yeah. it's it's kind of the it's not a thousand dollar but it's half that it's like 450 bucks but all of these all of these baristas that are reviewing um you know are saying that the wand the wand and the steam that it produces are very similar to the to the big dog units and for the, I, I, I've actually done lattes. I did them at my in-laws house last night. I do it on the machine I have. And I have a, um, DeLonghi, DeLonghi something, something. And what I hate is that the wand I have on my machine produces, it, it actually spits out too much water. Gotcha. So it's not, it's not steaming enough. And part of me thinks that the boiler just isn't getting the coffee to the steam point. So, it's letting water come through without turning it to steam. And I'm, I'm Got guessing, okay. yeah, I'm guessing that it's, that it's, uh, you know, I'm that it's the boiler, but whatever, long story short, I can't, I can't get the texture of the milk, right? So what, what's, what's happening. And I've done, I've done the wand on top where it makes the, they call it the kissing sound or the, or the, the, like, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't bury it in, in, in the milk and then create that, that weird scratchy sound. I'm trying to do it just like they, they do in the videos. They call they call that the kissing sound. The kissing sound. It sound more like the, uh, the whisper song. It, yeah, it does. You're right. So we'll okay. call it the whisper noise. <laughs> Come here, little mama. <laughs> Texture that milk, little girl. <laughs> so however they do it, um, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to perfect that process and all I'm getting is really good. Uh, at least with my setup, I'm getting uh cappuccino foam. 
Okay. And that's okay. I just, I'm trying to do latte art at my house and I can't because I'm not getting, I'm not getting the right texture on the, on the, on the milk. And I even bought, I don't drink milk. So I bought whole milk because, uh, all the, all of the, the videos out there said whole milk's the the easiest to texture, especially when you're starting. I could see that. And, uh, you know, so I started doing that and I just, I, the cappuccinos are great. Like everybody in the house loves them. Went to my in-laws last night, made cappuccinos after dinner instead of just doing uh, straight espresso or Cuban coffee. And uh, everybody, everybody liked them. The, the taste is good, but I just can't, I can't get it to, to get the art. So it's, it's a work in progress. We'll see. Cause if I, when I finally do get the, the Gaja uh, espresso maker and I can't, and I'm, I'm not unable to texture the milk, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I mean, I go lie. I wish I had the, uh, the, uh, the opportunity to do that type of stuff. I gotta, I gotta step up my game. Obviously I told you I'm constantly trying to keep up with the Hendersons, bro. Well, you know, I'm always, I'm always trying to better myself. So in this case, uh, that's a lie. I, I keep seeing, you know, when you go to these, these coffee bars here in town, these people are doing some pretty cool shit with the latte. So, you know, and, and eventually I want to work my way up to being able to produce a dong latte. And I want to produce the best dong lattes. The what you lattes? Know, the dong lattes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to produce, you know, like oh, a, a really you want to nice. Reproduce? I want to reproduce it. Oh. You know, a nice textured milk set of balls. And then, you know, the, I mean, I think you were on the dong goes they, up. I, they shut you down. Thanks. They shut you down. They could have took that idea and ran with it, but now they're yeah. going to, they're going to see the error of their ways. That girl, I think that girl would have thrown the coffee at me if she knew she wouldn't get fired. I thought, bro, I thought she was going to kill you from where I was sitting. It was, it was, it was a compliment because she nailed it. It it did look, you know, I thought maybe she was trying to throw some, some game at me. (laughs) Look, telling me this is what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. She wasn't trying. She wasn't trying to throw no game at you. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. It's the beard. (laughs) It's the beard. Um, yeah, this, this weather outside right now is amazing. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if my neighbor to the, to the side looks out his window and sees me at sitting outside pretty much morning and night. Cause it just doesn't make any, it's so nice outside and the, there's no more smoke out here. So it's, um, it, it's to, to stay inside and watch TV just doesn't make any sense. It's just perfect out. Yeah. It is you nice know, outside. Fresh air. I mean, all that good some stuff. of us don't have TVs outside, so. Well, you know, I've been, I've been working on a little, little project outdoors. I like it. I've been uh, working on a project indoors too. And, and at the moment I currently have a big hole where my old sink used to be. Oh, we're still trying to get the sink fixed, huh? In the kitchen. Yeah. I, I, uh, the old one, the old cast iron sink, this thing, this thing is easily over a hundred pounds. Oh, I bet. And the, I don't want to call any names cause I'm, you know, very nice. Um, you'll hear that in episode 49. Um, this sink, the people that built this house didn't, didn't want to live with a 33 inch wide sink. So they said, screw it. Um, we're going to, we're going to go with a 43 inch sink. Well, guess, guess who doesn't sell, uh, anything bigger than 33s Lowe's or home Depot. So I can't just go there find a sink I like and, and buy it. I actually go, I have to go online and find some place that does 43 inch by 22 inch sinks and found one, had it delivered. 
and it was it was uh stainless and it was apparently it's a really crappy stainless so uh-huh. took it back got my money back i bought it from home depot online cuz they don't carry it in the store took it back went online i found another cast iron sink uh 50/50 bowl so it's got mm-hmm. equal equal parts on both sides so we'll see. I got all the I got all the pieces. I got all the plumbing. I got all the pieces. But and right it's now, gonna the sink is gonna fit that that size of that hole yeah. there. Yep. Okay. It's forty forty three by twenty two. And and falling. the crazy and the crazy thing is you don't really notice how important a kitchen sink is until you <clears> don't have a kitchen sink. <laughs> we went without one for just a little over a day, and you're just like. Like you don't, I was taking dishes into the like bathroom sink. I was wiping them off as much as I could. So no food would go down other drains and then washing them in the bathroom sink. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Cause we can only, I can only run the dishwasher so many times a day with five people in the house, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, but I can't even, I can't even run the dishwasher cause I got no sink. Oh, because you have the, the pipe. Yeah. Connected I all. would have to, I would have to plug. I would have to somehow plug and then attach the drain tube to go out. The Got train. it. It's long. Got story. it. Yeah. So fun stuff, you know, grown up, grown up stuff. Um, but, uh, I haven't done any grown up stuff, George. Oh, I went to, to lunch with, with you it. the other day. I was that well, grown up. Probably the highlight of your week. <laughs> <laughs> Stopped at the old win. Uh, uh, yeah. I have to be honest. I think that's the first. No, that's a lie. I was in, um, What's that? Santa Fe Casino or whatever a couple of weeks ago. But um, it, that was at night and they were actually kind of busy. So that was the that's the first like casino I've been in, like on the strip since yeah. all this has been popping. And uh, that's odd, man. It, it was really weird seeing. Uh, I guess just seeing nobody walking around especially in a property that hot, you know what I mean? The wind, it was, it was well, wild the, to me. It's not as, it's definitely not as many as normal Vegas. Like this time, no COVID. Yeah. It's way busier. We tried yeah. to go, I wanted to go to earth cafe and earth with U R T H not spelled the right way. They should have put an F in there instead too. Should have been earth. Should have put earth and there's nowhere to sit. And supposedly Earth's Cafe is supposed to have some good coffee in there. I don't, I don't remember what they're serving. It's, it's good. It's not, I don't think it's better than any of the roasters that we have in town, but, but nowhere to sit. And the line and the line just to order was coming out the front door. Did you notice, did you notice there was, that nobody was standing on circles six feet apart? Well, it's so funny because I looked down at at the ground to see like where the, (laughs) the six foot distance circles were. And didn't like, I don't even, did they even have them there at that place? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they had that. So, but it was nice to get out. Um, what was the name of the place we ended up going to? Uh, Jardine. Yeah, that was nice. Jardine. Nice little, I like nice that little spot. spot. They got, they got it set up nice, comfortable chairs, um, good spots. It's always nice to get a window seat and kind of see what's going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got that place situated really nice yeah. over there by the pool or whatever. It is uh, through, I'd say end of June, July and August, I was, I had lunch there probably once a week and for the, for no other reason other than to kind of gauge what was going on with, um, let's see what was going on with the, with the state of Las Vegas 
And the reason Wynn is such a good barometer because the CEO of, of Wynn Vegas has kind of taken the lead. I mean, I don't want to get too political, but the dude is really, he's the first casino that put forth a plan to reopen in Las Got Vegas. Um, he's also come out with a brand new plan to do um, mass testing surrounded around an app for the casino. So if you, if you, and this is all data mining. So it's not like he's revolutionizing anything. He's creating a way to capture data from people that would potentially go to the win. So if, let's say you buy tickets to a show, Joe show, whatever at the win. And you go in, you do a mouth swab and then you get alerted on your app if you're green or red. And then, so let's say your show times at seven o'clock, you would go take a swab at noon. Mm-hmm. By the time your show time would hit, you would have on your app would tell you it's green or red. So if you're green, you show it at the door. That means you passed your test and you can come in and watch the show. Interesting. These tests are, these tests are now $5 a test or whatever. I mean, they're, they're really inexpensive. So it's at the point now where, you know, you can, you can test everybody staying at the hotel. You can test everybody. I mean, you know, going and in, in going into big crowds and all that, assuming the tests are, are, are the but, casinos raising like prices on anything to help subsidize or offset the, the pricing of the tests. Um, I, well, I don't think they're raising prices for that. I think they're raising, I mean, they, they admittedly said they're raising prices to try and combat some of the some of the violent stuff that's happened down on the Yeah, but I just meant like in terms of like you think they're taking that five dollar hit. I mean they already had lower prices on the rooms just to get people there. So I I know they raised the price on the rooms. I haven't heard about any kind of COVID fee, although at least from them, but I have um where where was I looking at? I saw I saw a quote from somewhere and it actually had a COVID fee on it. Yeah, see that's that's what I was thinking about. I was wondering if they had that or not. I don't know. Interesting. I'm sure. I mean, you know, if, if they're going to allow mass groups to, to get together, you know, if they charge you a, a $10 coat, like a flat $10 COVID fee or $5 for your test, you know, think about that. Yeah. If every, if every hotel is doing that. So now are you going to, <laughs> are you, are you going to, um, take, how many tests are you going to take while you're in Vegas? How many yeah, swabs I mean, are you going to take? Would, yeah. I guess what's it worth, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the question. You know, like you go to, already go to the dentist and, you know, on the receipt, they'll show you there or they tell you that they've increased a certain percentage of a, for a COVID fee. And it's weird because it's to help pay for their PPE. I mean, you know, me and Todd were talking about it because of the dentist we go to. Uh, and it was weird because they go to the dentist. I was going to the dentist and they sent an email saying, Hey, just so you know, there's like a $5 covid fee to help offset the ppe costs that's awesome and i was like okay whatever i i my my insurance actually covers everything so i don't ever have a copay but then i was thinking about it because of covid i don't know about right now but because of but back you know a couple months ago when i went to get my teeth cleaned because of covid they weren't able to do the the ultrasonic do and all that they couldn't do the polish at the end because it puts it'll put too many particles into the air from your so mouth what the hell what the hell did they do so I'm like, so you're doing less work, providing less of a service, but and charging the same, turning around and charging for a COVID fee on top of probably what your regular fee would have been anyways. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. you know, I think ultimately what we arrive at is they're just like, well, we have less people coming in probably because people are scared. And so we'll just 
add on this PPE fee and we'll perform one third of our regular services, but bill a hundred percent for them. And that'll offset everything. This is awesome. I, I, you, you actually sparked something in my head. I do have a dental appointment and uh, of course my wife made the dental appointment for me. It's on election day. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, I was just thinking about like, you know what? I swear I swear I have a dental appointment and I think she made it for November 3rd. And sure enough, I just checked. George, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for your um, front left incisor. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. It might be, it might be the most qualified on the ticket. Uh, please. The, some of, some of the best incisors you've ever seen. People have told me. Some of my, some of my best friends are incisors. (laughs) That reminds me of, I told you about this earlier in the week. You know, that reminds me of. The the remote client I had to fire for dropping the Ooh, effing in bomb during a conversation and um we his, we his talked rep- about that his text message reply to me included some of my best friends are black oh I would never say that and they said to me they're the ones that told me there's a difference between an in bomb and a black person oh stop. This is where he tried to go with the, with the text message conversation. I, re- I remember my grandma telling me that when I was 10, I was like, Oh wow. I said, well, I go, I don't fall for that bullshit. <laughs> I go, I'm, I'm not, I go, I'm not, I'm not one of those black folks. Well, I tell people that some of my best friends are half black. Well, and you know, so what, George, that, that that's why you're better. qualified. That's why you're qualified. I think in my opinion <laughs> to run for president. Thank you. Because you, you ain't lying. No, no, I'm not. I, I got to You know what? You've said it. You. We need to get more black people on the podcast. I. I'm down with that. I. I think maybe I need more full black friends. George. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I have to agree. I need more Look, full full white friends because after you took your my twenty three and me, I feel a bit deceived. Well, hey. Look, I got I got the Irish covered. So if you need more Irish friends, fifty percent. Well, I thought I thought we were good, but then what's the rest of that? Uh, I got some Jewish in me. Okay. I got some German. But here's the good thing is okay. we've already discussed this. I've I've had this scenario play out in my head if I was ever accused of anything like this. And my response would be, whoa, my wife's black. And then they'd be like, what? I said, hey, she got 9%. She got 9%. Like what, where do you start to, where do you start to like not believe, you know? Hey, my 23 and me says she's got 9%. You can't say that. So are we going with science or are we going to go with, you know, oh. Confederate law? Like, what are we going to, how are we going to establish this? Oh, Hey, look, 23 and me told me that if I hear anybody say a disparaging remark about the Irish, I'm going to take offense now. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish drink too much. Well, uh, I, think, right. I think, I think this, this world, well, maybe actually, maybe just this country, um, or, or any country similar to us, I think we suffer from a misconception of the concept of race. And I know people get so tired of hearing me talk about this, but this is something I was just thinking about as we were talking, we suffer from this misconception of this concept of race versus, um, the reality of culture. Right. So bottom line is this. Go ahead and rewind the world 500 years. Right. Yep. Most of the people that live in, we'll just say Ireland, for example, 
that lived in Ireland were pretty much born there or in very closely surrounding regions. Sure. Most of the people in Kenya, probably born there or in a very close surrounding region. Most of the people in Brazil, et cetera, et cetera. You know, mass transit wasn't a thing. Right. Mass transit yeah. wasn't a thing. Um, f- migration across the oceans wasn't a common thing. Right. right. So the bottom line is this, like in this city in Las Vegas, why are we worried about somebody's skin color? It's uh, you got me. most of the people in Las Vegas come from L.A. <laughs> right. Or yeah. and or we're born. And now, yeah, we got a lot of New Yorkers that came at a certain point. People from Florida. So what? If we look at the equivalency of where what your city is made up of now versus what your city would have been made up of 500 or 1,000 years ago, a lot of those people in a lot of these cities were born in that city or a very close surrounding region. So, yeah. therefore, that is your cultural makeup. I don't understand why all of a sudden – not all of a sudden. I don't understand why we have to put so much equity into what somebody's skin color is now in order to determine if they're good enough or not for this country or good enough or not for this city or this state or this county. It's so ridiculous because those people are literally what makes up your county, what makes up your city. They're the reason why the culture of your city exists. I'm glad you said it too, because being relegated to a color is, is very, very odd. Uh, I saw a tweet and I'm sure you watched the, uh, vice presidential debates very closely. Uh, uh, if you did, yeah, all you heard the, the about two was two minutes fly. of the fly. Yeah, that's the part I watched. <laughs> all you heard about was the fly. I, tu- I tuned in for the highlights. But I, one of the things I I thought was funny is is you know I like to I like to read Twitter as the stuff's happening and see what people are saying. And I started following Alyssa Milano a long time ago because she was one of the hottest things on TV when I was a kid. <laughs> and she's, she leans to the very left side and she posted something. She says, Oh my God, this is great. Um, the first female woman of color, uh, selected for vice president candidate. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, well, we're going to have to call Crayola and have, and figure out their color scheme because what color was Sarah Palin? Pale. You know what I mean? But see, that's my point. It's like, why are we, what, what does it matter? So she's, a, Sarah she's female. So Sarah Palin was the first benchmark, right? But then now people always want to raise the bar on achievement right. levels and say, okay, I'm going to add in this variable. I think, um, I think it's, I think it's great to have another female in the mix, regardless of where you stand on, on politics and everything else. I right. mean, that's, that's, so, that's coming a long way. If I have to be forthcoming in it, right? I think about just when Barack was was uh, elected, I'm not going to lie. I had tears in my eyes, bro. I cried. I was like, I can't believe this country has progressed so far. Yeah. Only to, within a few oh. months, figure out, oh, no, <laughs> no, we haven't, we haven't done shit. Yeah. And, and we've uh, gone backwards. 12, was it 12 years later? We have two old farts to choose from. It's, it's tough. It's really tough. I know, I know right, everybody stop. out there. This isn't just the politics. We got to stop right now. Look what you did, Greg. We're going to have a lot to say on our election special. <laughs> We're going to have an election special. Yeah. We'll just sit um, back, drink coffee and watch the uh, results come in. It's good. It's good. I'm I'll, I'll be at home. I don't want to, I don't want to be out with the crazies when all that's going down. I want to be oh. out with T money. 
I was thinking about visiting the local clan chapter, see what they're up to. <laughs> is is there one? Oh, please. You know there is. You gonna go you gonna go to a Proud Boys rally? Oh man, I was reading um so what was it that Michigan governor, right? They some people plotted. Oh to my god. Yeah. They said there's two Marines. Two oh, people that stop. got arrested were Marines. Yes. Oh, dude, people calm down. Stop it's, that. It's, it's stop just it. frustrating seeing all that. Hey, you know what people need to do? They need to start drinking more coffee. And they, you know, let me, if I took a, a census of the people that were doing all that nonsense up in, in Michigan, I bet you they drink some basic coffee. I was going to say, George, it's not that they need to drink more coffee. They need to drink quality. Good coffee. coffee. And, yes. and I would, I would venture to say that we've had a couple of roasters from Michigan on here. We just had. I think it was last week. Wasn't that from Detroit or is this week? Um, I think it's this Shit. week. It is this week. Yeah. Yep. Boom. We changing. We change. Can you hear the bag? We're keeping it. We're keeping it in. We're keeping it real. This, got- this just happens to f- work out perfectly um, with, with this week's coffee. Oh, we're in this week's um, coffee. All right, here we go. We're not. Yeah. We ready for some coffee, Greg? Oh, please. You, uh, you actually, selected this coffee uh for episode 50 i did i like the name madcap no cap you want to you want to do the honors you know what's funny is <laughs> mad no cap this coffee's good no cap um i uh this this name reminds me of a, a cartoon character um his name was madcap or cough a comic character um he was in marvel comics and he was kind of like God, how would I explain him? I guess he was kind of like a Deadpool. I don't think like he was like impossible to kill or something. So he's like Deadpool mixed with Joker, the way he acted. So every time I see Madcap, I think about this. So this week's coffee is Madcap coffee. Um, just like uh, George said, they're based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. <clears throat> we have a, um, this is a blend. Um, the blend is called Oktoberfest. And no, Ooh. it's it, it. They'll let you know on the website. They they basically kind of named it uh, in a, in a tribute to the classic Oktoberfest that takes place in Germany. Uh, that involves a lot of beer. However, this is not just the hops. So uh, we're doing just the drip version here with Madcap Coffee Company's Oktoberfest blend. This says um, the region is Raro or Raro R A R O Ethiopia. And Luis Reynoso, Colombia. So nice. we have an we have, yeah, so we have an Ethiopian and um <clears throat> excuse me, Colombian blend here. It is a washed process. The mazels are seventeen fifty to twenty two fifty. Getting kind of oh, high up good. there. Those I are like good that. nasals. I like good that. nasals. You know what they say? The bigger the mazels, <laughs> the bigger <laughs> the mazels. <laughs> the, sweet, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> Um, the varieties are Katura, Bourbon, Wolisho, and Dega. Now, I have not heard of these last two, I don't think, Me in terms of varieties. Obviously, Katura and Bourbon are two we come across quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Don't ask me to tell you exactly what those are because I don't retain knowledge like that. Um, these bags, <laughs> $19 for 12 ounces. Um, I know we don't usually say it till the end. So that's a little bit on the pricier side, um, just by a few bucks, obviously, from the uh, average of about $15 per 12 ounces. Greg's big timing. Yeah, Greg was big timing this week. He's like, yo, I'm gonna go over the top. And George, you've been spending like 14, 16 bucks. Boom, 19. Can't hide it. 
I mean, I don't have a Tesla payment, so I was I was able to afford it. <laughs> I squeezed I squeezed it into the budget. Some people have cars, I buy coffee. Um the tasting taste. notes on this, George. I'm gonna I'm gonna put these up, I'm gonna put these out here quickly. We have a lot to say about the flavor. Um the tasting notes are crisp, which uh, apples and potato chips are crisp, I'm not sure. Sure. Caramel, citrus, and baking spices. Um, George, why don't you go ahead and, and lead off with how you feel about this coffee and then I'll, I'll, well, I'll give you my feeling. My, my, uh, I'm going to call it the, I'm a, I'm a G grader. I'm a George grader. Uh, I don't mess with that Q grader stuff. Uh, when you open the bag up, it's got a, it's got a sweet candy smell and I didn't, I didn't put my finger on caramel, but that could be the the part where they get the caramel from it. When I was smelling the bag, I wasn't reading the notes that I wrote here on Monday, but it did okay. have that floral Ethiopian smell. Yes. And then now that now that I'm looking back at the notes uh, from the website, it is it is a blend of some Ethiopian in there. And if you look, if you go back to um last week, I think we did mud mud house. Yes. And if you looked at the beans in Mudhouse and you look inside this bag, you can see some of the beans are, are all the same color. And then Mudhouse had that, uh, that kind of a, a not yellow, but like a beige little. It's the craft. Yeah. The the cruft, cr- yeah. The, the craft yeah. inside. So maybe that's the part I, I would almost assume that every bean that has that, that craft in the, in the crease there. Maybe that's the Ethiopian bean, and then the other ones are. I guess that's the possible. Blend? I guess it's that- possible. It would depend on it would depend on the the makeup of that fruit, right? On how much of the I don't know. Again, is it the mucilage? Is it part of the cherry? Um, is it like a small whatever the small skin would be around the seed, which is the bean? Um, yeah, I guess that would depend on what beans end up with that or not. Because if you take just take some out and put them down. You definitely, there's definitely a difference in, in like bean to bean, if you're, right. if you're looking at it. Right. And so, yeah, that would definitely comprise the blend that we're seeing. Yeah. So I was looking at that now that, and then that's just out of the bag. That's smelling the beans. Um, the, the smell is, is great. It, it, you know, there's this rare, the, the kind of coffee we drink is nothing that you're going to find in your regular grocery store. So I don't think I've ever opened a bag and like, Oh, this smells terrible. Um, right. All these coffees smell terrific. Um, I did uh, 57 grams of coffee with 900 milliliters of water. I actually put in the notes that um, I was today years old when I found out that uh, milliliters and grams are, are considered to be a one-to-one ratio. And then I see in your notes here that uh, that's not exact. Right. It's not, it's just, um, and I remember you saying that I, when you said that, I remember, um, you know, my son, he was all into chemistry and all that crap. And he had mentioned something to me a while back and I'm like, I don't know if that's, if that's true, that it's exactly that. And then, so I looked it up and it's because you're talking about a, a volume versus a weight. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's one to in summary, it's one to one. If your water is pure. Gotcha. Right. I only but, I only drink the purest water. But the problem is um volume which is going to <laughs> that density in the volume is going to be dependent upon um temperature. Right? So okay. when stuff boils sure. when water is hot, 
the molecules are fur- molecules are further apart when it's cold they're mm. closer together so that yes, density yes. is also going to slightly go above or below um, in terms of that equivalency there I'm glad you got into this because as I've stated in other podcasts, I am a scientist, uh, amateur scientist, (laughs) but scientist at that. So I understand everything you're saying and, you know, breaking down on a molecular level, um, what I did in, in this setup in pour over what I've been doing, uh, 16 to one ratio. So I rounded up to 57 grams of coffee for 900 milliliters of water and, uh, coming out with, with the brew now smelling the coffee. I am, I use the manual press every time you actually have, you, you went all out today and, and did up three ways of brewing the coffee this week. I did. Um, first, first sniff for me out of the manual. I like to cap it and I like to let it sit, um, just for a little bit. Um, and I got a kind of a citrus candy smell. So the floral was gone. I didn't have any, the no more floral smell. Um, but it was, you, it was kind of citrusy and, and sweet, um, out of the top of the, out of the top of the, uh, the manual. Gotcha. What did you, what were the three processes you did this week? I did a, uh, V60 pour over, um, an AeroPress, and then I did a small, small cold brew, about two servings worth of, um, cold brew basically once you you can get out of this i mean you can probably make two you know considering i make it concentrated um you can probably get like two 12 ounce glasses worth out of it after you dilute it down with some you know some ice water man Um, almost i'll tell you what i had it a few days ago i think it was wednesday i I brewed up a cup because I, i don't like weight i like to sit with it now because i know sometimes i think i get a little i jump the gun when i taste it for the first time much more acidic than I was used to. Um, I think a lot of the coffees we tend to order, George, um, don't have as much of an acid. Um, no. At the same time, I think that acid, now that everything I have, all these cups I have in front of me, obviously the cold brew is already cold. Now that they've all sat for a bit um, and gotten closer to room temperature, that acidity, it I mean, it it's almost 80% dulled out now, right? Yeah, you're right. I. The thing is with this acidity, I don't think it's a negative uh, quality on this on this uh, particular blend. I think it's actually a positive quality. Not right, not right away. I think when when this when this coffee is a hot cup of coffee, um, I think the acidity tends to be a bit much. But once it starts to cool down, it really uh, you really are allowed to taste the flavors here. The baking spices. I'm going to assume this is more of a generalized. Um, statement when they said baking spices and we've talked about this before I'm not pinning down like obviously the first baking spice anybody thinks of I in my opinion when we're talking about a fall flavor would be cinnamon, cinnamon. <clears throat> right excuse me um, not really getting cinnamon. cinnamon and then the next two I would think of would be nutmeg and clove and I'm not getting specifics of those either but that being said what's interesting is I do get slight um, I think it was when I drank the AeroPress it almost has an apple pie flavor to it again really no no hard specific to the cinnamon um or nutmeg um but there's almost an apple flavor to it almost like apple pie crust um the citrus i definitely taste um in the cold brew a lot more it almost tastes like a uh like a lemon like you put squeeze some lemon into a coffee yeah um caramel do i taste caramel no 
Is there a sweetness to it, though? Yes, there is definitely a sweetness that's sitting there. I would never be able to, um, again, with my amateur palate, be able to identify a caramel. I had a sip of um, Wifey's coffee that I made this morning. And I'll tell you what, with cream and sugar, this thing is, it tastes like dessert. It's a very, it it handles cream and sugar very well. The the cream and sugar um, really balance the acidity out too um, quickly. If you're one of those people that wants a a warm cup, Um, I think it's a great coffee. Again, I will say a bit acidic for me. But the longer I sit with it, um, it's kind of like drinking. It's kind of like drinking a whiskey, right? Those first couple sips might be, you know, might be a little hot. The longer you sit with it, let it breathe, let it, you know, um, adjust in temperature, maybe. Um, and and as your palate kind of gets used to it, I think you start to really enjoy what the flavors are in the coffee. Pour some water on it. That's it. Always pour this, some water on it. I think here, I think adding water if you need to is very important. Something I noticed in, in this coffee, and I need to start paying more attention to it, but um, the the layer of oils, and I'm assuming this is the oils coming out of the beans from the roasting yes. process. Yes. The oil sitting on top of this was pretty, pretty substantial in, gotcha. in this cup. And it's something I haven't noticed uh, before. The first taste off the, off the pour was and you you already touched on this is very very acidic like a it was like a master punch you didn't get and to me again you know the the i have a very sophisticated palate but it's still amateur <laughs> and uh it just that that's what hit me that's all at once like i was i was hoping to get some of that sweet candy smell i was getting some of the ethiopian floral you know not as much not as much acidity and it was it was a punch now. And then after you let it sit, you know, I got the, I got the, the top off the manual and uh, letting it cool down a little bit. You do get more of the flavors, but the, but the yeah. acidity out the jump is just, wow. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. But now that it's, now that it's cooled, you do get, you do get some of the other flavors, but just not, <clears throat> Me, you know, I wonder if they're saying baking spices because I, I don't know that it's, it's cinnamon or, or any of those. I think it's baking spices on the sense of, of maybe something a little hotter. Like what? Some I, cayenne? Don't, I don't know. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's I'm not kidding. that. It's, I'm just trying know, to think like. Again, I, I did three different, three different methods here. And I will say in the V60 version, it's, um, it's quite earthy. It's very, very earthy, um, this this coffee. And I'm not sure if that's which, you know, I don't know if that's the Ethiopian bean or the, the Colombian bean that they have in there to differentiate that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to, it, it, it does, it is better. I, I bet you what you said about adding, when you add some of the fats from the milk in there or the cream, yeah. um, you know, a little bit of the sugar is definitely going to cut out some of the acidity. And then, you know, but I, I still wouldn't douse it. I mean, Back no. in the day when, when <clears throat> I was a rookie coffee drinker, you know, my, my wife used to drink coffee with her creamer and, and now, now we both, we both drink black coffee. We don't even, the only reason we have creamer in the house is when people come over and then I always encourage them. I said, Hey, before you put creamer in a coffee, take a sip. Cause I, I said, look, I don't, I know, and not to sound like a dick, but I know the coffee I make at home is not what you make at home. Depending on like, if you came to my house, I wouldn't say that, but this isn't, this ain't MJB. Yeah. 
the majority of the people that come over, you know, are probably still getting, you know, something from something from their, their neighborhood Vons or right. Or uh, grocery stores, but it's good, you know, and they taste it and they're like, Oh wow. I can taste, you know, that doesn't really taste like harsh over roasted coffee. It's, it's got a flavor to it. Yeah. And they still add cream. I don't, I don't give a shit, but as long as you tasted it before you put all that right. cream in there. You know, I, I, I've been trying to get away from villainizing people for <laughs> adding sugar and cream to coffee right away. But I agree. It's kind of like the same. I remember when I was in college, I had a roommate that would put salt on. I, I was the one that made dinner most of the time for everybody in the house. And he would just salt everything right away. Just off rip. Oh, I was like, chef boy, or Greg. Hey. I was like, aren't you going to just, aren't you going to taste the food first before you salt it? He's like, nah. That's a learn. That's a learned trait in my opinion. Uh, that's oh, not to get so mad. That's not taste. I've, <clears throat> I never saw my dad or my, or my mom put salt on their food. Um, and I, it's, it's a, it's a practice I never got into. Like I don't, when we go out to eat, I don't, I might put a little pepper on something, mm-hmm. but I've never salted my food. I'll salt the shit out some food if, if there's no seasoning on it. Don't, don't, yeah. don't give me some unseasoned shit. Yeah. I haven't really, I haven't really done that. Now, sometimes you go to places where they serve you steak and they get that little, that little salt and pepper or something oh, mix. Please. You gotta have, you gotta, you gotta have like the, the, the fresh like ground that. salt on there. The little salt flakes. I like that. Um, you ever put salt this, in your coffee? Uh, I've seen people do that on some of the YouTube things, It'll, but I uh, haven't done it. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that can cut bitterness too. So it's for people, really? if you buy shitty coffee, put some salt in it. It'll take away some of the bitterness. <laughs> Not a lot, just a little bit. <clears throat> I'm just trying I'm trying to help people out, George. <clears throat> hey, you want some high cholesterol with your Folgers? Eh, salt's not going <laughs> to necessarily give you high cholesterol. Come on, bro. Um. Um. This is like we mentioned, this is from Michigan. Yeah. Um, they've got uh just going in here. Madcap coffee began with a friendship and a common desire, making amazing coffee and sharing it with others. Trevor and Ryan's friendship began over a shared passion for coffee, its story, flavor, and the ability to bring people together. Neither could imagine a better job than searching out exceptional beans, perfecting how they're roasted. And prepared and serve. That's a lot of ands. Yeah, there's a whole and lot serving of them to people who would appreciate the experience. In 2008, they decided to make coffee their livelihood. Mm, dang, during the the market downturn and everything, they went ahead and did it. Yeah, I know. I want to. Hey, if they were photo. smart, is that the you said that's the Fulton Street? That I mean, like, yeah, the way the corner of that cafe, those glass doors open up, and it just is like the, this corner bar. That is the coolest. And and that's why I wanted to. So uh, they have the black outside framing the windows and the whole inside is all white. That's awesome. Yeah. I, this one caught my eye because they, they do have three locations in Michigan. Um, This is the, uh, I like the Monroe center and the Detroit locations. Um, the, the picture that I put in here is, is the Detroit location. Uh, and it thought it was so cool because it looks like they've got the folding pocket doors Yeah, to to expose the coffee bar. I haven't been in Detroit, but, uh, according to videos I've seen on YouTube, it's cold out there in the D. Yeah. And especially around the, uh, eighth mile, it snows in Detroit, right? Yes, it does. So. You know, I mean, I, I don't know so how, how the often they're, <laughs> I love it's that song. so cold in the deep. <laughs> how to, All you gotta do is look up that song. That song is it's quality. What's the quality. name of, what was her name? I don't know. Little All Debbie. Right. 
So. <laughs> <laughs> you can look it up while while I go. Into I this. am. You go ahead. The, keep going. The Monroe, the Monroe Center, um, the Monroe Center location, I like because um, here I'm trying. Let me go to about because I know they show the pictures of the other ones. The Monroe Center has that uh, that brick feel to it, okay. that brick look. Um, a lot of coffee shops take that one. And then, you know, this one here, the Detroit and the other one have a very clean, sterile, black and white look. Like, I think one of them is all, all white with, with, uh, with ch- like, you know, black chairs, uh, the Fulton street, the Fulton street one is the one that has, you know, the, the black and white look. And then if you look at, you know, the, Detroit, Madcap Detroit. It's got that too, but I I love the outdoor indoor setup there. Yeah, and the outdoor indoor really cool. doesn't, you know, some some places out here in Vegas try to do that, but God, they're only going to get 3 4 months out of the year they can maybe do that. Um our temp- yeah. our weather is it's either hot or cold usually. This is some of the yeah. nicest weather we've had in a while in terms of fall time. We've had some really nice springs lately, but this is one of the first maybe this is the second fall in a row where I remembered that like, oh, we we're getting multiple weeks of, you know, it's 80 or 90 at the most. And then we have the 50, 60 degree mornings yeah. before it just turns into an absolute dry chapping wind tunnel. Yeah. I remember, I think, I think this year, uh, we had about two weeks of spring and then we, it was like 70 degrees outside for two weeks and then boom, 93. I was like, oh, okay. Ugh. That's how, that's how 2020 is going. Um, but no, this is, um, really cool setup. I think who, you know, the design of these are, are nice. I don't, I don't have any, uh, plans to visit Michigan anytime soon, but I would definitely like to check out this, uh, Detroit location. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's pretty cool. Shout outs to, uh, Madcap Coffee for this. I, um, I really did like this coffee again, a little different for me in terms of acidity, but there's only so many just, you know, Ethiopian single origins that I can try before I'm like, all right, let's move on to something else. I think this yeah. is kind of a, a, a nice breakup of that. Um, I think so. And, you know, just real quick, looking at their bag aesthetic, it's really interesting. It's, it's a very, it's more of a compact bag style. Georgian, you and I were talking about this at lunch. Um, I thought we was getting shorted. Yeah, it's, it is 12 ounces, but it's more of a compact bag style. Um, it's really interesting because we're, their logo is their branding is Madcap. It says Madcap Coffee Company, established 2008. It's like a stitched, yeah, it's a, it's stitched, like a sticker. stitched patch that they yeah that they adhese to the adhese. Is that a word? Adhese adhere. Sure. To the uh, package. Sure. It's an all black bag, and then they have um, yeah, it's like a semi belly <laughs> band right that goes around. What are you laughing at? Adhese nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that, did, that uh, came to my head. Did, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's Oh my god! Oh. Uh, this is. I would love to see the pro. <laughs> I would love to see the process for this. Uh, this bag making logo, if they're because that's not that they're not. That's not sublimation. That is no. actual stitch. It looks like something um, that would be on some clothing, like on a jacket. And that like is, a, that's a tight stitch too. That's yeah. not, I'm not in the clothing business, but that's a, that's an impressive. It's like a linen sticker. weave or something that, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. 
And then it looks like, it looks like the orange Oktoberfest. I got to look at more of their coffees online. Uh, yeah. They all have a, they, they all have a different colored, you know, belly band that goes around gotcha. with the information on it. Um, and it's oh, so all, what, all black their bags. website. I like their website because they, they use that accent color per coffee brand or not yeah. brand, but per coffee um, product to, to provide Ooh. the accents of color on the page. So Ooh. the madcap coffee I'm, page I'm, has like an orange highlight or accent color. I'm noticing that. So yeah, they're, they're doing some actual web work over there. What made you, what made you select uh, the Oktoberfest over some of the other stuff they got going <clears throat> um, on? Just cause it was Oktoberfest. Gotcha. I figured we're going into October. I knew we were going to be, um, uh, doing the podcast, um, for this, for this, you know, this week was yeah. going to be in October. So I was like, let's do that. And, um, like yeah, it. there's a, there's a, they got a ton of coffees, man. And some of them sound very, very intriguing. And yes, I ended up going with Oktoberfest over some of the others that I probably would have, uh, went for first in terms of, you know, what their description is for their tasting notes. Yeah. But I, yeah, that's you know it. What? It's good. Yeah. Check them out it's at good, mad, madcapcoffee.com. Yeah. Uh, Tell them just the awesome drip stuff. <laughs> oh, how awesome would that be if people started doing that? If they rolled up, if they rolled up into like, definitely if we get any listeners Bro, here in Vegas. I told you though. Oh yeah. You're getting text messages from people. About I told it. you my buddy, my buddy's, my buddy's wife ordered some coffee from one of the, from uh, one of the companies we did their steeped coffee. Yeah. And so when in the order, she wrote, Hey, heard about you from my friend's podcast, just a drip da da da. They're like, oh, that's awesome. And sent her a free bag of coffee on top of the one she ordered. Uh, another one. So if you mentioned just another the drip sent you, maybe, I don't know, maybe you'll get yeah. hooked up. Go just start doing it anyway. Just wherever yeah, you go. Go to Starbucks. We're terrible. Just drip we're, didn't send we're me there. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Who sent you here? The morning dinner. No, okay. I'm I don't, I don't even think they're podcasting Uh-oh. anymore. Do I got to beep that out? No, nah, you don't have to. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's awesome. You know, I got, George, hey, we got, I'm ready for the news. Are you ready for the news, Greg? I'm always ready for the news. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here is the news. Uh, first news to order here. And you know what? Caught these rascals um, and and took them down. Mushroom Coffee Company shut down amid period pyra, period pyramid scheme allegations. Oh, they got shut down for pyramid schemes. Yeah, a federal judge in Arizona granted the FTC's request to temporarily shut down the company known as Success by Health, whose core line of products under the name Myco Cafe include soluble coffees with mushrooms. In addition, the courts have granted a request to freeze the assets of the company and its executives. Hmm. Um, here's, here's the first thing that, that should have alerted you to this being a shit idea. I don't want to drink mushroom coffee. Is it, so is it still coffee when there's, I mean, there's a number of these out there. I think on it sells a, um, you know, that fitness brand on it. They sell like fitness equipment and like Joe Rogan. I think. Oh, Joe Rogan's always pushing yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah. Cause he's like an investor, like a huge investor in it or whatever. Um, I think on it does a mushroom coffee. 
or maybe bulletproof does a mushroom coffee too but you know it's like a what's the word nootropic n-o-o-tropic nootropic it's mushrooms help with the brain right so you have like lion's mane and things like that can help with brain function so you know a lot of a lot of uh, not a lot but some coffee some people have been mixing coffee and mushrooms to help you know boost this nootropic effect and you're focused and your brain is firing better i don't know i've never taken it to to say that that is a fact when mixing it with coffee but i think there are studies out there for certain mushrooms that they do help with improved brain function but um, you can't you can't call this mushroom coffee it's it's not, once you take the coffee bean out of it and you're just this brewing is more of a mushrooms. Mushroom tea. This is a mushroom tea, right? Basically. That's what that's what, and I think ah, that's a little misleading. I see what you're so they're in in well, they're they're actually putting mushrooms in soluble mushrooms in coffee and they're steeping it or I think a bigger whatever problem here doing. is is when you read the last paragraph of this article. So the oh, CEO yeah. is Jay Noland or whatever. This is not Jay Noland's yeah. first run in with the FTC, which is also arguing that Noland is in violation of a 2002 court order from a separate failed pyramid scheme. The FTC additionally claims that just prior to launching the Mushroom Coffee Company in 2017, Noland told an audience, people ask what I do. I said, I build pyramids, man. Are he Egyptian? I'm not a businessman. I build periods, pyramids, <laughs> I build man. pyramids, man. That's awesome. What was that movie? They had the pyramid head dude, pyramid man. Uh, That's a movie. It was a movie. Well, it was a video game. And then this dude oh, had yeah, this dude know. had this big old pyramid head, and he would like kill people. Sounds like something out of Hellraiser. Oh, it was a good. It was kind of like Hellraiser, but it was a movie. I can't remember what it was called. I didn't play the video game, but it was a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah, you, you know think what? I remember Stop. the name of it. Yeah, because you're you're down. With, I don't even know how you referenced Madcap from Marvel Comics. I would have ne- I never even heard of that guy because my brain holds on to information that will never further me anywhere in life. It will never get me anywhere. It will not advance my career. It will not get me into higher social circles. It will not help me solve a math problem. But what it will Wouldn't, do, what it will do, is spark awkward conversation. I would laugh my ass off, and I couldn't find this. More, more of these roasters need to need to start putting the history of their name on their website. I agree. Because I, I read through all of this and whether it's a brainstorming session or somebody just came up with like, oh, we should call a madcap, whatever it is, put that on there because we don't know for sure. We can speculate just like they do in the news every day. True. They could have come up with Madcap from the Marvel character. These guys could be two huge nerds like you and said, Oh, remember Madcap in nineteen eighty five when he was in a when he was in a uh uh Deadpool comic book and maybe they don't want to get maybe they don't want to get sued. Maybe that's exactly where it's from. They're like, Yeah, we don't wanna let that out though. Maybe. Maybe, but I, you know, they don't, they definitely don't take the likeness. They just took oh, the name. Hold on. I just went to the website and went further down on the about page. It's under okay. team. The word madcap means unconventional, which describes the people at madcap well. I didn't scroll down that far. Yeah, I did it for you. I did that. Does, so it, does madcap roll through that? Does madcap really mean unconventional? <clears throat> That's what they say it means. I, I don't know. I can't believe you brought us back. Uh, um, surreal. I just did a search. Amusingly, amusingly eccentric. eccentric. <laughs> yeah. 
an eccentric person. Hmm. Mm. That sounds like a comic right. character. He was a little. He was crazy. All right. Well, hey, there we go. To them, madcap means unconventional. So they're one of a kind. They're they're very unique. So we'll give them we'll give them that much. You know, I'm thinking more about this mushroom tea thing. Going back to this mushroom coffee, disgusting. It just sounds like broth. You know, like when you make like a when you make like a vegetable, make your own vegetable stock. You know, or even your own beef broth, or you throw in some vegetables, mushrooms, or you know, one of the ones you put in and. It just sounds like you're making a broth instead of a tea. Nah, I, I don't like I don't like broth for for breakfast. <laughs> it's good for you, probably. Nah, that's funny. Like I was, I tried to take my dog to the dog park the other day, and there was this guy yeah. in there in the dog park. I told you, like my dog wouldn't go in; he was not having it, <clears throat> so we didn't go in. He is only six months old. I keep forgetting because he's as big as my other dog was when he was full grown. But um, so I go to take him to the dog park, and it's just. It, it, they have a small dog park and a large. There's no medium size. So I look at the small dog park, every dog in there, I swear to God, bro, the average weight was like seven pounds. It was all just so it's like a, it was a Yorkie dog park. Bro, it was like the biggest dog in there, I think, was around 20, 25 pounds, looked like a mini border collie or whatever. Yeah. So my, you know, my dog's like 35, 40. So I'm I'm like, all right. So we look at the large dogs. The average size was like 60, 70 pounds, bro. Oh, God. Dudes had yeah. like King Corsos and. Oh, my God. Like German Shep. I was like, gee. And so my dog was like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> I was like, I don't blame you. Anyways, there's this guy that was in there and he had like a Starbucks coffee in his hand. And, um, you know, just to be nice in terms of my description, he wasn't like in the best shape. And I heard him. Okay. I overheard him talking to somebody. He's like, yeah, you know, I used to do that bullshit, you know, spinach smoothies in the morning. Go all that dumb shit. They go, that's stupid. I'm not drinking that. And I looked at him. I was like, yeah, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I know it's in that cup and it ain't just black coffee. Yeah. Like, I know you ain't. It's probably, right? it's probably a caramel macchiato or something. <laughs> oh, man. It, bro, I don't know if I'm taking my dog back to the dog park. Sorry to bring that up. That's, that's a harrowing no, experience. Hey. Look, if he's being intimidated by, you know, Bro, the, I was you can't really take him in because he'll jack up the little dogs. So this dude comes along with the cane. I guess they call it a cane Corso is the right way. Whatever. Dude comes along with this cane Corso. This dog is jacked. Yeah, they're big. This motherfucker been in the gym, dog. This dog. They have human sized heads. Dog. He, he, hey, beautiful dog. Dog was beautiful, but he's jacked right so dude comes over he's got great control of the dog dog's trained very well no i'm not talking about it the dude's disposition his mannerisms fantastic right i think he's he might be a dog trainer looking at some of what he was doing so um anyways we he comes over right i'm we're sitting out me and you know my little weak ass dog we're sitting outside the the dog fence and um, dude comes over and there's like dog, there's two dog gates, right? Because it keeps dogs from running out. It's like, yeah, you go in close it. So the he foyer, comes over. The foyer. Yeah, exactly. He comes over and he's in the little dog, dog park foyer. And uh, he's like taking a leash off of his dog. And like, I think he had like a work vest on. It takes that off and you can see the other dogs kind of looking. So then he opens that inside gate and lets his dog in. And again, his dog is like, yeah, yeah. Like this yeah. dude is, and that dog looks a lot in. like me, I'm sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Seven dogs come running over 
to swarm him, right? Because they have a pack oh, mentality inside fuck. the dog. So they all run over to sniff and check him out. Bro, the level of growling that was going on, I was five seconds of just all yeah. the dogs. I was like, yo, if that pops off, somebody's losing a hand trying to break it up because it was too many yeah. dogs. Not only that, but like, uh, unless that owner has a real, real good handle on that big fucker. Yeah. Um, that dog, that dog's going to fuck up a couple of the dogs. That dog would have, that dog would have messed up quite a few of yeah. those dogs, bro. Anyways, that I, I don't look, this is coming from yeah. me with it. You know, I, I get anxiety about like things like that. They're out of my control. I don't want to take my dog to a dog park where I can't control another person's dog. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got basset hounds, man. My basset hounds ain't doing shit. Bro, you, you also got do? two wake. If I had, if I had your yard, I, mean, I might bring Rigby over and just run him in your yard. If I, I told had a yard you as should. Big as you, <sighs> this dude needs to run, uh, man. So chase chase people around. We have another uh, friends of ours that have a the hell kind of dog is that? It's like a it's some kind of it's a shepherd, but it's not a German shepherd. It's like a, a, a herding shepherd. Malinois. Oh, okay. No, no, it's it's like a long hair, real long hair gotcha. dog. You can't you can't cut the hair on these dogs. Like that's one of the things you can't do because it won't grow back. Interesting. Um, but that dog will just go nuts over here. He'll just do laps around. Just doing the laps. Yeah, I bet. And then that's he, his job. And then it, yeah, it's Adam and Jen. Adam and Jen's dog. Oh, okay. And they'll, uh, when when they take that dog home, they said he goes right there in his spot in the living room mm-hmm. and crashes and yeah. goes right to sleep. That's the best thing in the world so, is when your dog just lays stuff. down instead of trying to chomp everything. Yeah. So anyways, it. that's enough of just the pup. Um, yeah. Um, back to the, back to the news. You got some uh, breaking is, news here. This is interesting. This is, this is breaking news. We, we come at you with the hard hitting stuff. <laughs> brew temperature, brew temperature, not that big of a deal. New mm. SCA study finds. This is muy importante. Um, in what perhaps is the most 2020 of coffee brew science news, the SCA has just announced their recent published study stating that who cares? Use whatever water temperature you want. Nothing matters. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, published Monday, October 5th, brew temperature at fixed brew strengths and extraction has little impact on the sensory profile of drip brew coffee. Hmm. I would, I don't know if this is, if this is true or not. And and the only reason I, I bring this out is that when I brew a cold brew and maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not following, you know what, because I don't brew the amount of coffee in a cold brew, but I think the ratios are similar, right? Yeah. I get, I get tastes out of a cold brew with the deep chocolate and the, and some of the other flavors that I've brewed a pour over or I've brewed a drip and I don't get those flavors. Well, I mean, the, the ratios aren't similar, but maybe it's similar after you like, you know, a cold brew again, you tend to make it more of a concentrate style, right? Yeah. So maybe the ratios are similar after you add water to your cold brew, but not your, brew, yeah. your brewing brewing ratio wouldn't be similar. You're looking at kind of one third. One th- yeah, you're looking at one third less or one third of the water because if you're doing like a one to fifteen and you're on on a pour over or a machine, a cold brew you're doing like a a one to five or a one to seven. 
something I thought was interesting here though, is they didn't, they didn't taste uh, a coffee brewed at 205 compared to a cold brew. They had three different temperatures, one at 188 degrees, one at 194 degrees and one at 199. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that that's a gigantic difference. I mean, we're, we're talking about a, almost a 10 degree difference. Yeah. In, in brew water temperature. Why would that I, make I a think difference? the point, the point there is that with the 188, that's quite a way, quite a ways below, not quite a ways, but that is outside of the recommended brewing temperature. Um, right. I think it's one Oh, isn't it? One Oh five to two ten or something like There's that. One ninety five to two Oh five. Sorry. I meant one ninety five. 205. Okay. So I guess that's why they went there, but I'm not, I guess ultimately what I'm trying to say is I'm not sure I care too much. And I'll tell you why I don't have the electronic kettle, like the one you have at at your house right now. So I don't have my temperature dialed in specifically to sit at that. Right. I'm using a stovetop and I heat it up. It gets to the target temperature. And then that's when I go putting stuffing in your coffee and I pour (laughs) Stop. You had stovetop stuff in I your got coffee? Celery. I got oh, bits man. of celery floating around in there. Hey, we need to build a pyramid. Yo, we got stovetop <laughs> stuff in coffee. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, oh, Yes. Build a pyramid. Come on, stovetop stuffing. A little stovetop pyramid. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if it's things, that serious. So. Two of the things that were, that were in here, um, and then that kind of new terms to me. I'm sure they're not new terms to people who are in the coffee biz, but like uh, me, each, each coffee was brewed to a specific total dissolved solids and the, the TDS Mm -hmm. value and percentage extraction PE. Enemy number one. Yep. With the grind size and total brew time being adjusted to hit these marks. Mm. So they were, they were doing the same process to, to get the same level of extraction, but just at different temperatures. And I, I don't, I guess maybe, I don't know why that would, why that would change the taste. I can tell you the coffee tastes different. Like were, were all of these brewed at the same time and <clears throat> cooled at the same time? So, because I could, I could tell you yeah, just by having the madcap coffee today, it tastes different after same, it cools off. The same, I, I don't know. Um, so your total dissolvable solids, obviously if, with your cooler temperature, you're going to want your grind to be slightly finer because you need to get more surface area exposed per granule, I guess you could say, of coffee, yeah. uh, of the coffee beans. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's a there's a thing they use. I was, you know, if you watch some of these some of these people on YouTube <clears throat> that are actual baristas, especially the competition level ones, that is. They have a, um, it's, it's like a, a meter reading stick. It's digital and they can put it into the coffee and it measures the total mm-hmm. dissolved solids in the end oh, product wow. of the coffee. Yeah. That's so I, I don't, yeah, it's, I guess it's, you know how like if you have a, a water tester, you can put it in, it tells you how many parts per million. pH of, balance and shit. Yeah. pH balance or parts yeah. per million of dissolved solids or whatever, you know, minerals and stuff in your, in your water. I guess it's very similar for how this thing reads for coffee. Because in a way, right, coffee is really just polluted water. It's water that's filled with yeah. extracted parts of a bean. Something, something that stood out to me here too is that uh, they they put quotes around 
tasters were unable to differentiate between them. Mm-hmm. But it didn't go into the tasters. Like, is yeah, it me and they, you? Yeah, were they like judge level, like coffee? Yeah, are they? Are level? these Q grader tasters like a coffee coffeeier, uh <laughs> sipping these coffees, or was it? Did they get like six people, you know, who were in the coffee shop at the time and say, "Hey, we brewed these That's at a different great temperatures." Question, George. I would assume you know, not. I, I would assume they didn't get like professional competition level people. Otherwise, I think they would specifically note that. I think so. If, I think so. Too. I guess, look, at the end of the day, if your target market is going to be 95%, 99% standard consumers, I could see why, I guess, ultimately, it's not a big deal. They're not going to know. They're not yeah. going to be able to taste that difference. True. So again, though, Very if you're true. going, I guess the here's the takeaway on this. Who's going to say, oh man, I really hate when my water's a hundred and 198 degrees. I'm going to dial it back to 188 and then do a bunch of backwards work to get my grind size just 93% smaller or 7% yeah. smaller. I mean, for a 93% of the size to then try to measure out what the, Achieving water temperature to a target zone is not that difficult, right? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty different. So, all right, whatever. I'm done. This is something I could go on Boom. and off about. Then I would this need is, to talk to an expert. This is crazy on. news. This is, this is hard hitting. I hope everybody uh, just understands that you brew to what you like the taste of. A hundred percent. Um, so Ooh, I, Gregor, Gregor I got, got some, I got the last, got some. yeah, I got this last uh, item here. Jimmy Butler, um, AKA big head coffee himself. Um, you know, we've talked about him a few times now. Uh, he's brewing coffee still inside the, uh, NBA bubble. Well, uh, there's an athletic trainer for the Miami heat that decided to go head to head. And, um, he's selling his coffee under the, the brand name of little face coffee. And he's selling it. <laughs> That's awesome. $15 cheaper. That's awesome. So his $5 coffee cups. is only $5 a cup. Um, This is breaking news. I only hit you with the interesting, <laughs> hard-hitting stuff. Competition. <laughs> Competition is none. And that's it for the news for me, George. <laughs> that's it. If you're visiting, if you're visiting the bubble, um, like um, I've seen in the news, so many uh, girlfriends and fans are. Uh, yeah. Stop by this Miami Heat. Brandon Gilliam is the trainer. Stop by his room. I th- get a five dollar cup. I, is are the I, I'm not. I was never a gigantic uh, NBA fan. Only not not for any other reason other than I was never good at playing basketball. So it wasn't like hmm. I was emotionally invested. I liked I liked playing football till I moved to center and then fuck football. Um, but you I got, love baseball. You got moved so. to center. Yeah, when I got to, I I was I've always big. I I had a I got a rifle for a right arm. Oh, I mean that was a, never a question. Is that a twenty two? A rifle. That's a twenty two. Oh, please, just <laughs> a four four baby. Still got a twenty two. <laughs> so freshman sophomore year, I I could throw the ball as far as anybody else that was that was on the team or trying to be quarterback, but I couldn't run like. I had negative my sophomore year. I had 14 touchdowns and, and negative 56 yards on the ground. Oh, <laughs> so if I was, I wasn't a scrambler, I was a pocket passer like Marino. And, uh, 
once I got to, once I got to Vegas and I, I think that's a, a difference in, in, uh, you know, maybe towns or whatever. But when I got here, shit, they, they had two quarterbacks already. And I think one of them was like six, four oh. slender and, and fast. And the other dude was like six, three and like one, one, both of them had strong arms and everything. It's like, what are they going to do with me? That's so a I, wrap for you. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah. yeah. And I, and Go play I line. had, I had gone through my, my big growth spurt. So, uh, they're like, you know, you, you, you ever played center and they put me in center. It's weird. I hated it. It was, it was stupid. I, I played one year of that and we went to the, we went to the first round of the playoffs and lost to, oh shit. Uh, Cheyenne. Look at you. That was on JV? Big time. No, I was varsity, baby. Oh, it was varsity? How dare you? Damn, bro. Look at you. How dare you? Well, I mean, look. Yeah, we went, I, when we I, went went, to, I went to play football. They they looked at me and they go, yeah, you're a lineman. I was like, okay. Meanwhile, everybody that talked me into playing football were all the people that had been playing since they were five years old. They all knew yeah. each other. Half of them, bro, there was like 20 people on our team. They all played on teams together since they were five. So they all knew what they were doing. <clears throat> they saw me, yeah, my- you know, in junior high. And they're like, yo, you need to come play football next year. They were, you know, basically recruiting me, the, these other players that wanted yeah. me to go block or something. So I was like, okay, I finally got talked into it. I showed up. The coaches go, you're like, hey, who, you know, it's the first day. Like, hey, if you, you know, if you've played Pop Warner, you know, raise your hand. We're going to talk about it. So people are raising their hands like, yeah, I played with Coach so-and-so, da-da, this league, that. They go, all right, cool. Uh, all right, you're running back. Okay, yeah, you go over. All right, cool. And then so there's like you know, 30 of us left over just standing there, just a bunch, yeah. just a frumpy group of idiots all standing there. They're looking at us. They're like, yeah, you go here, you go there. And so then they get to like, you know, people my size and they're yeah. like, yeah, you 12 people go to line. Oh. I was like, I was like, okay. And so ran over there. I hadn't bro. I had no idea what I was doing, George. I could tell you for how yeah. downs worked and touched. I knew that, but I didn't, I didn't know formations. I didn't know, I didn't know A gap, B gap, C gap. I didn't know none of that yet. And um, that was it, bro. I just played line for the rest of my life. I've only played offensive line, thank God, for two years. I played fullback one year. And that was, yeah, that was pretty much it. I don't, I, I never had the mentality like that, that whole smash mouth, like crazy uh, testosterone filled, want to kill somebody attitude oh, that football. I loved it. If football people have, I don't have that. I was more, that's why I liked quarterback. Yeah. You know, I, I was never really into hitting people. I liked, yeah, I liked, I loved you know, it. Oh, that's I it. like slanging. That's why I went defense and stayed defense boy. Cause yeah. when you hit somebody and their soul leaves their body and they lay there <laughs> and you know, they're thinking, you they're did. thinking about like, why am I doing this? That's like, I'm like, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. And trust me, I got knocked out plenty of times on the field. It's like you give and get man. I, at quarterback, I never, I never had my, my ears ring at center. It happened several times where, where your helmets would hit somebody. And then you get up and you're like shaking your head and your ears are ringing. And I was like, what the fuck just hit me? You know that I didn't like that. That wasn't my, yeah. that wasn't my thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. So, well, that my thing, I'm then I just this. play baseball year round after that. Um, uh, look, I hate baseball. So we won't talk about that. <laughs> Let's, we, we're gonna we're gonna segue this into uh into the shout outs and since we're talking about uh football <clears throat> shout out uh coach joe blockovich 
you know, my high school football coach, shout out coach Brent Carter, my junior college football coach, shout out, uh, John L Smith, my, uh, you know, yeah, you know, when I was playing big league ball, obviously not in the NFL, but in college, um, at Utah state, um, shout out to all the football coaches out there, the good ones. I'm not talking about you little textbook or you little, uh, you know, my Ooh, pop, pop Warner was as good as I got. And I still tell my kids about it. And, you know, I don't Shots know what fired. I'm doing. Shots live, live vicariously. Talking about the actual coaches, the ones that care about the players, uh, the ones that really have to step in and be the politician, be the father figure. Um, all up know, in the videos. All up in the video. Those are those are the ones, <laughs> man. So shout out. Shout out Matt Wells, Texas Tech. Um, also. Just want to bring this up. If anybody watches football, man, that Red River shootout game yesterday, Texas versus oh Oklahoma, God, yeah. oh. quadruple overtime. What a crazy game. Uh, the scores yesterday on some of these games were ridiculous. It was just offensive shootouts, the whole thing. You know, a lot of games went over 100. Um, but uh, great game, man. And listen, did you watch any of the Red River shootout, George? That's a classic game you should watch every year. It's always going to always got no. a grudge match. I didn't. I missed it. Dang it. You must have been watching. Were you watching uh, WPGA still? Uh, I was watching it yesterday. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's when the game was yesterday. Um, no, I watched that. I watched what that. Oh, you morning. typing over there. And then I had to. None. Setting up my. I was setting up the, the stuff. Putting putting some notes in. You That's all I got. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing else. I see <laughs> you found you uh, found the singer for the song. <laughs> <laughs> shout outs awesome. to uh shout outs to T Baby for dropping the hit song It's So Cold in the D. Uh reference yeah. earlier in the episode uh when talking about Detroit, Michigan. Uh she dropped that song 12 years ago, George. Wow. T Baby, look it up. She's up to Everybody I want I want the audience to look up T Baby. It's So Cold in the D. Instant classic. YouTube's greatest hits. I love it. I love it. It's and, good stuff. Uh, I think that's it. I don't know if I have any other shout outs. That's it. I got nothing. I could go to my staple shout out. Harleen, you be shout out, girl. Let's hear it. <laughs> I can't even hear you shout out. My FaceTime's freezing. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just listen to the shout outs when we publish the episode. I have no idea. You'll, what hear, you it said. The, you'll hear it on the podcast. Yeah, I'll hear it. I'll hear it on the podcast. I, I will for sure. all right later man all right late thank you for listening to another amazing episode of just the drip you could follow and tag us on social media at it's just the drip tell everyone to search and subscribe to just the drip on itunes spotify pocket cast or any other of your favorite podcasting apps have a great week and don't forget to keep dripping